0: evening again Baltimore and the surrounding areas I'm Hezekiah uh, Montgomery host of Man in the Mirror along with our co-host Michelle Johnson welcome back to the show Michelle.
1: thank you Hezekiah happy Friday
0: happy Friday to you as well and I am here just excited about tonight's guest we have a young lady that's actually from my hometown, so you know I'm excited about that. But we have a young lady here tonight that is actually going to grace us with her, with her presence. Tonight we have a songstress and the one and only Charlisa Addison. I'd ask her how to pronounce her name. Make sure I got it right because you know not going to mess the name up. Straight from my hometown as well, as we all know, Philadelphia. She is here now in the Baltimore area. So, welcome to the show, Charlisa.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Excellent. We're just excited for to have you here. So, um, Charlize, Charlisa has a story, and her story is actually going to turn your head. So, if you want to chime in, you can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www. <laughs> blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash dash and you can actually listen in or Again, press number one on your phone and then you'll be able to hear the show online as well. And as always, we're going to start off with prayer. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we just bow down as humble servants. Lord, thank you, Lord, for lying down last night, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for waking us up to our a new morning that we've never seen before, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the day. We thank you, Lord, for traveling mercies over the busy highways and byways, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for our guest this evening, and Charlisa Addison, Lord. Continue to bless her in a mighty way, Lord. Bless her family. Bless her children, Lord. Just, you know, bless her husband, Lord. Bless her as she just witnesses to us tonight as she tells us her story, Lord. We just want everyone just to hear. You know, so they will know about Man in the Mirror. Our show is about real people, real stories, real overcomers, Lord. Continue to bless her, Lord, as she blesses us tonight, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for Man in the Mirror, for everything that is done, everything that is stand for, Lord. Continue to bless me as a host, bless show as a co-host, and just bless everything as we move forward in you. We thank you. We praise you. We give you all glory and honor. Christ Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now. Amen. Amen. A little bit about this young lady. Charisa Addison was born April 7, 1981. Wow. Yeah, I graduated high school. Good year. In Philadelphia, PA. Known for her early stage of singing and performing, Addison became a member of the First Baptist Church in Essex, Maryland, at the age of six. It was no secret that this young girl's talent would touch and inspire everyone around her. Addison began singing in the church choir and leading the, leading solo shortly after, singing her favorite song, "Trouble of the World," by the late Matthew Jackson in the church's Ten Virgin pageants. Addison knew then that it was God that it was a God-given gift, and that becoming a singer was her dream. I'm just going to give you that little bit because we have a lot more coming. But, um, Ms. Charlisa, we just want you to tell us the story, because you said you started off in church, and everyone seems to always start off in church and always, mm-hmm. you know, go by the wayside. So you tell us your story, you know, starting at that very young age.
2: Well, when I was six, um, we went to first Baptist, like I said, in ethics, and I joined the church choir and I started singing and shortly after everybody was asking me to leave solo. Um, it wasn't until we did the Ten Virgins pageant that we did every year and I got a chance to participate, um, that I knew I really wanted to sing. Um, so I started from there every year for about ten years, um, the pageant went on. I, I, I sing in those pageants. And um after that I got a chance to be in Uh, various talent shows, and I got a chance to go to the Apollo. I was also asked to be on the Jenny Jones show, and sometime later I I just kind of fell out. You know, life happened. I got married, had children, stopped going to church, um, and started singing R&B because I I could sing, you know. That's what grabbed my attention, and it seemed like I was good at it, and I went from there. Um, I started performing in, like, nightclubs and uh, different places uh, that now I know I shouldn't have been in with my gift. Uh, So now, years later, um, you know, some things started happening in my life. Things started going wrong. I started losing things, and I couldn't understand why. So what I did was, um, of course, I turned turned back to God. I'm I'm back in church. I've been back in church for a while now. And I started writing gospel and singing gospel. I'm just starting out this journey. I'm working on an album currently, my first gospel album. And ever since then, it seems like, you know, things have gotten back in order. So this is my, you know, this is my new journey that I'm going on now, uh, doing gospel.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: We're going to dig a little deeper. Now, we need to get your, I need to get your autographs because you say you've been in talent shows, you've been on the Apollo, you've been on the Jenny Jones show. I mean, you've just been all over the place. So you just make sure we get your autograph. I don't know anyone that's actually <laughs> been on the stage of the Apollo. You know, we took a trip down there. I seen the Apollo. But to actually know someone that's actually been on, tell us about those. You know, when you when you're in those shows, tell us those the experience of what was going on. Because you again, you say you start off at six, leading solo So You knew you had that talent. Mm-hmm. You knew that was there. You've been doing. Then ten years, you did that like ten years straight. So after around mm-hmm. sixteen, you're saying that okay, you you know you're getting you're getting and you're, you're like wow, I have a talent. So I'm going to start mm-hmm. using this talent, and then.
2: Well, we ever, everything off it was just a talent. As just over the years I realize now it's a gift. It's it, it's beyond a talent. It's a calling to me. Okay.
0: Okay, I like that because I I was gonna try to lead up to that because we all, you know, people stray. People, you know, the world mm-hmm. um puts you up on a pedestal and say, Wow, mm-hmm. she 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 has a talent. AKA you know it's a huge God gave it to you as a gift, but they said we're gonna use it as a talent. You Mm -hmm. were out there, you on stage, enjoying life. Everything was all yours. The world was yours, you know, you nightclub, you Mm -hmm. just you know, singing nightclubs, you know, singing rhythm, you know, singing R and B. You are just out there, but somewhere you're staying that somewhere, if I hear you right, that somewhere you knew you shouldn't be there. You wanted to be there on one hand but you were struggling. On the other hand, like, I don't need to be here. I mean, you got married, so you met that one that you loved. You got married, had right. kids, but you were still struggling with that life struggle. You're still struggling inside, like, because, you know, the Bible says train a child the way as she go." So you knew your upbringing. You knew That's your right. upbringing, but you were struggling inside, you enjoy what you are doing because, you know, people are going to say, why, wow, you're good at what you do. Why, wow, you have a voice of an angel. They're going, to, they're going to edify you. They're going to put you up. But mm-hmm. you, and you are you were, you were having a fight between, basically, between good and evil. What do you want to do with your voice? Do you want to continue singing <clears throat> for the world or do you want to sing for God because God is going to get us sooner or later? We talked about it on the show before, oh, yeah. you know, you oh, know, yeah. nightclubs are glorifying, you know, they're going to glorify you all the time, you know. So, you know, the Apollo is good, yeah, but we're, you know, uh, Jenny Jones is good. Her show ain't even in existence anymore, so at least you were on there, you know, but, you know, got, you were being called. You were being called, but you were trying to ignore the calling. You're being called, but you were trying to ignore the call for a long time. Um, any comments or questions, Michelle?
4: Can
0: okay. you hear me? This life this likes muting <laughs> me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Blame the mic, okay. okay. Oh, he's
4: blaming the mic. Uh, hey,
1: <laughs> well. I blame somebody, but, <laughs> but, but i I was really um when I was listening to your story, I was really wondering you know everyone kind of has these moments where these realizations come in, and you had that moment when you when you really left the church and you know went went about your way trying to figure things out, and then that moment when you Made that decision to come back, and so I was really wanting to know what what incidents led up to what happened, what is it that caused you to to leave, and then also to come back because that's that's that that um moment that that pivotal moment for you to be able to make that decision and see that you needed to come back to God.
2: Well, like Hezekiah said, the Bible says train up a child in the way they should go, and when they get old, they shall shall not depart. Um, I left the church because I was a teenager when I got 18. um, I moved out, and I was on my own, and of course, I I don't want to go to church, and I just didn't go anymore. Um, I met my husband when I was 19, and it became all about him, and you know, growing up, my mom was so strict. I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't go anywhere. It was just all about the church life and you know the things that we did. So at eighteen, I moved out. It was kind of like uh, uh, I was a bird in a cage, trapped. And and when I moved out, I was set free. So I was able to make decisions on my own. <laughs> um, I really wasn't thinking about singing anymore. It was you know I met my husband, and and he he was from a different walk of life and. He was fun, you know. We hang out, and I started doing things that I, you know, wasn't into normally growing up. And to me, that was fun at that age. And then um, years later, uh, I, I, I just I when I started chasing the world again and chasing the music, I actually recorded a song in 2016, and. Um, it went worldwide, it went everywhere, and I said, oh, goodness, people like me, I can sing, yes, this is what I want to do, and to me, I'm a more of a um, quiet person uh, to myself, kind of secluded from the world, and it was just so much attention, and life was so fast for me that literally, like, bad things started happening. Um, I was getting attention from all over, I was being spiritually attacked, and it wasn't until I sat back, like, Lord, what is going on? It's so much I can't handle this. And I said, You know what? What I saw was by performing in the nightclubs every night, you know, everybody wanted to drink to get a certain way to be able to get up on stage, including myself. And I said, You know, I wasn't raised this way. I'm not like it. I can't do this every night. And I said, God, you gave this to me. And when God gives you something, you don't have to alter it. You don't need certain things to be able to do something. So when I got back in the church, I realized being out, and, you know, singing with the choir on the praise team, I said, I'm not even nervous standing up here. I'm completely myself. And I knew that it was something more that God wanted me to do and that he called me to use me to glorify him. And it was at that moment I realized, you know what, I don't need to do it that way. Because whatever God has for you, you're gonna get it regardless. I don't need the spotlight. I don't need the fame. His presence at this point means more to me than than anything. So if I could do it, in my mind, I, I say, and He gets the glory, and I can touch people with my voice, with a song, which I do with all of my song, songs. Songs that I've 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 completed, I've accomplished, you know. What he wanted what he wants me to do. It's scary because I'm I'm still myself, I'm still nervous. Um, every time I go up to sing, but I just ask God, you know, you know, Lord, you take the will. Help me to do what it is that you would have me to do. I know it'll be okay. And I would rather build my treasures in heaven than here on earth.
1: Amen. So that's
2: what you know, that's what that's where I am.
1: And I, I heard two Amen. two pivotal things in what you just said. One is, and excuse me for using, what they say, a colloquialism, but uh, one is that you truly had your prodigal child, you know how they say prodigal son, a prodigal child moment, which is you kind of, you know, went out there, you know, Maybe for a little bit of curiosity, a little bit of I never got to experience things, you know, mm-hmm. just just wanting to go out on your own. And the thing I thing I think is important about that is is that we could all have that moment. Like I think that's why that story is there for us because there comes that moment. Mm-hmm. Some people may make the decision at that time that they're not going to do that, but a lot of people don't. They do exactly what you did.
2: <laughs> and but they see, kind the of go out on the floor. The thing with that, and this just how I know I was called, because uh, uh, just how God kept me in certain moments. Like some people, they do like yes. nothing happens mm-hmm. to them, they all right and it seem like they just living this life. And I know this now, um, every time I even try to step foot back into that atmosphere or sing that type of music again, something happens. Even if I lose something small, I still lose something. It's like God is saying, Okay, I've kept you set, you know, back then. I let you, you know, enjoy enjoy it for the moment, but now is the time where you need to do what it is that I need you to do. It's wow. no going back. It's only moving forward. And and you know and I, I
1: find a great honor that he even does that with me. Amen. And I I think some people they get out there and they um they start to feel all kinds of things. People beat themselves up a lot. They feel like they've done too much to you know be back in his graces. Some people go really really far out with it mm-hmm. and um, things happen. So yeah, I think you know that was. That was some discernment to to be able to see, like he kept me through all that that I went through, and I think that's the other pivotal thing that that you were saying, which is, you know, you still you you need to be able to see what he's doing, but he is still working, mm-hmm. and sometimes we don't see it, we don't see we it don't. clearly, but he's still working. These he still is, working keeping you safe and camping and hanging Just Yes, keeping you away from stuff that you might not have even known
2: mm-hmm. that
1: you were headed and into. And I realized
2: so, that. Yes. I said, thank <laughs> yeah. you, Lord. Looking back now at some moments and some times where I was there and just looking back at some things, it's like, Lord, wow, thank you so much. I mean, I get weak and I miss it because I was so good at it. (laughs) Like as far as singing R&B and and I I go through my moments and sometimes I cry at night and I say, Well, why Lord can I sing it so good? When I sit down and write a gospel song, it takes me so long I can't think and I keep hearing him say patient, be humble. I'm trying to teach you to be humble. You're not humble. When you're humble, I will give you what it is that I have for you. But right now, I need you to just be obedient, and I need you to trust me. Wow.
1: Wow. I think we need to tag that line somewhere. If you'll be humble, I'll give you what you want.
0: <laughs> I think well, I make it happen. happen to to <laughs> <into your heart. laughs> make it happen, yeah. You know what you got to do. Make it happen. I
1: I I got this, Ezekiel. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to say that because no, that that is a really good good thought to keep in mind because yeah, it's it's easy sometimes, especially when God has you know these gifts that He raises up in you and you know, you're good at um, some people are just good at stuff and they don't even know why or how they no. got into it or no. whatever. They they can't they're like, Well I I don't you know, I don't even know why I went this way, but I'm really good mm-hmm. at it. And um mm-hmm. so many things could be used for his glory and sometimes we don't even think so.
2: Mm-hmm. People people think that not. they can't operate. Yeah, go ahead. Mhm. And then I, and I I constantly remind myself every day, too, I say, you know what, at the end of the day, it's not even about me,
5: that mm-hmm. what he gave
2: me is for somebody else, so, you know, that's why I don't like the attention, I, I, right now I've learned to move slowly, thank God for every opportunity. And that's what I what I hear him say too. I was teaching you humble my child. You was searching and trying to get something. I almost had it too. I was getting calls all over with record companies and God say, Uh uh-uh, uh, you would have killed yourself. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> but if you do it wow. my way, I will humble you. I will give you the desires of your heart, and at, and at the same time, I'll be glorifying Him. And at the end, you know, it all—it's ultimately, ultimately, about Him.
0: Amen, and that's absolutely true. Amen, amen, amen. I am enjoying this conversation between you two ladies. It's like I'm not even here, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> But I like, that's okay. You know, I'm used to that. But um, as Michelle was speaking, the Lord spoke to me as well, because um, we always try to do something when we know we're not supposed to be doing it. Matthew 6.24 mm-hmm. came to me, and it says, No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate mm-hmm. one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money or God and whatever else is your master. And that was the, how should the, the peripheral seesaw. Of you. One is going to be high, one is going to be low or skill. Mm-hmm. That was the peripheral skill that you were on. You were trying to say mm-hmm. you you know you are trying to you know be out there in the world to say I'm good at this I know I'm good people are telling me I'm good mm-hmm. but you weren't comfortable because every time I keep hearing you say you weren't he wasn't comfortable, let you be comfortable, when, comfortable. he was he wasn't going to let you be comfortable while you're out there because he wants you to sit sooner or later sooner or later this girl gonna get it together I'm just waiting to God is patient mm-hmm. he's patient with all yes of he
1: us. is. He is patient yes, he with
0: is. all of us because he he's, he's said, my baby is going to get it sooner or later because God is yes. our father. So he's going to say, you know, we as parents, yes. our kids may get on our ever-living nerves. Mm-hmm. Trust me, they mm-hmm. may get on our ever-living nerves. But as Michelle pointed out, you are like that prodigal child. He said, I know mm-hmm. she'll come back. I'm just going to be there yes. with my arms open wide right. just waiting yes. for her yes. 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 to come yes. back. But, you know, I'm going to let her mm-hmm. have a little fun. Because we let our kids, they think they know everything. They think they always mm-hmm. right. They think they, you know, mm-hmm. you left home. I want to be grown. I'm 18 now. Mm-hmm. you grown, huh? You thought you were grown at 18? So I want to be on my own. I don't want to go to, church, mm-hmm. no okay. go to mm-hmm. church no more, okay? You want to go to church okay?
3: You know, you mm-hmm. got out
0: there and just get, I like what Michelle said. You were a prodigal child. So you said, okay, I'm grown. I'm going to go get married, have kids. I ain't even got to go back to church anymore. I ain't got to come back to church okay. But the seeds were already planted. And the roots were already there. Mm-hmm. You didn't even know what was going on. And God was nope. using all of that, that. That You didn't even know they were there. That's why the Bible said train a child the way it should go. Those seeds are going to be there. That's, That's the truth. They may That's be the rooted. They're, they're rooted. they down there. They are there. But you was fighting. But they say you can fighting. run, so but you can't hide. You can run, but you can't hide. It was like those You can run, but you break. can't hide. If you Absolutely. know the anatomy of a plant, if you know the anatomy of a plant, a plant has to die mm-hmm. inside the earth first, as it's being watered, as it's being seeded. Then it starts to germinate. Then it starts to open up. And as you were going through. You had to learn to die to self because God was calling you back, and you had to learn to die to self, and sooner or later you was about to break ground, you were still being stubborn, but you were about to break ground so you can get up there and and see the the ray of light that light was there waiting for you just to break ground, but you had to be that you had to you had to try to serve as you know as I said matthew six twenty four serve two masters you weren't comfortable. God ain't gonna let us be comfortable. We may lie to ourselves. I'm alright. I'm okay. You're not okay.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. We're never okay when we're in sin. We lie to ourselves. We talk Mm -hmm. to ourselves. It's gonna be okay. I'm having fun. Really? You're really having fun? Mm -hmm. No, you're not having fun. fun. It wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. All the light,
2: all the excitement, all the people, but at the end of the day, you know, you go home and you're shaking inside, and you're like, oh, I know that wasn't the right thing to do. And to me, you know, it wasn't worth it. You know, to have to get yourself to a point where you needed to do certain things to be able to use a gift that God gave you from the first place, no, it wasn't fun.
0: It wasn't fun. Wow. You are one of the, you are one of the few, because there's many people that get out there, and we see it all the time, that get out there and people to get an American Idol. They get that voice, that God-given voice, and they go out there. It's almost like you sell your soul to the devil. That's That's exactly what it is. You're selling your soul to the devil just for the fame and fortune. If you don't turn back and go back to God, what's going to happen is you're going to die with just that fame and fortune. That's right. Now, people think it's just a physical death. We don't, under, they don't oh, understand no. that it's a <laughs> spiritual death
5: It's mm-hmm. a spiritual
0: death Because you're, fought, you're, you're, you're dying away from Christ Because again, mm-hmm. many of our artists Whitney Houston, I can say start off in the church mm-hmm. And then things happen in life You know, many of our mm-hmm. artists uh, You know, gospel singers They all started in church Contemporary gospel artists Some of them stray away they all started in church. That's where the roots of music came from. And then they got, you know, they got like you and a fame and fortune and the money start coming in and it just take it just sweeps them. I don't know. If someone offered me some money for something, you know, I'd be like, Michelle, you know, it might look good. You know, yeah. sometimes that money be looking uh, good. And you'd be like, that money uh-huh. be looking good. And I'd be like, Michelle, that might looking good. <laughs>
2: yeah. With me, it wasn't about the money. It was so, with me, it was more of the attention. Because, I, like I said, I was mm. more shut off, and I was more um, this lonely child, wasn't able to do anything. And even though I'm I, I still in that way, I don't like a lot of attention. I don't even like to be around a lot of people. It was like, okay, I'm doing something they like me. I got attention. I'm hanging out with people now. I'm, You know, but it, it wasn't the right people. It wasn't. It wasn't the right thing. And so at the end of the day, I say, you know what? They can have that. They can have it. I can't deal with it. I can't handle it. The blessing is that God could have let me keep on going till I killed myself. He didn't do that. Mm-hmm. He didn't yeah. do it. So he loved me enough to say, nah, this is my child, and I'm going to patiently wait. And matter of fact, he did patiently wait, and now he's saying I'm done waiting. Now it's time. I'm not going to let you go down that road again.
0: You don't want the the parent to say I'm done waiting. (laughs) No, I never want God to
2: turn his back from me. I never want him to do that. I never want him not to hear me anymore. Never. Mm -hmm. And to me, I choose him over all of that. All that means nothing to me. If I don't have him, I I don't have nothing.
0: Hey, man, I absolutely... I'm loving this interview, right? I'm loving this interview right now, but we are at the halfway mark. We are at the halfway mark. I'll say that again. We are at the halfway mark, and I'm just loving it. But we have to pause for a little bit and have a, you know, get some information from our supporters, and then we will come back. Uh um, right. note from a few of our supporters. Music instruction for our learners where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to 7 appointment to talk to our instructors. Another sponsor is Kirby Boss Project. Kirby Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Kirby Chicks are Boss Chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Kirby Boss Project. Another sponsor is a very talented young lady, Diana Eaton of Diana Elena Photography. For great pictures at a great price, contact Diana on Facebook at Diana Eaton. And this song, you know, when I first heard it, it made me cry to sit on the piano and play it because if you listen to the words and this is for you, this is just for you tonight, you know, for just sharing your story with us, but it's for all of us because if we really listen, you know, and stop going through all the noise that's around us, you know, the fame, the fortune, the kids, the husband, life. Life is loud. Through all of that, we have to listen. The Mass is calling. Thank your host, Jessica, uh, Montgomery, and co-host, Michelle Johnson. And that was the master's calling, because I thought that was appropriate for tonight, because somewhere down the line in this young lady's life, the master's was calling. She just had to stop and listen. And we are, if you're just tuning in, if you need to tune in, you can call on at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man-n-samera. And um, tune in as we are having a live interview with the one and only Charlisa Addison, straight from Philadelphia to be more like the rest of some of us. You know, that is, you know, my hometown as well. But for some of reason, everybody ends up in Baltimore. I haven't figured that one out yet. That'll be my next book. Why do we all end up in Baltimore? But anyway, this lady has a golden voice. She started off in the church, like many people do, at the age of six. And after 10 years, it's just a recap, after 10 years, you know, know, she started really getting out there and just having some fun. So she thought um, out there. And then by the time she was turning 18, she did like the rest of it. I'm grown. I'm ready to move out. So we all move out. And we have to move out and see what the world has for us. But the master was still calling her. She because of all the noise of life, because she said life happens because of all the noise of life. She thought, you know, she's been on Apollo. She's been I'm mad at that. She's been on a Jenny Jones show. I still want my autograph. But she she does <laughs> rhythm and blues. But while the master was still calling her. She finally heard him and said, yes. So if you have any questions for this young lady, and if you're on, you can press the number one on your phone. Or if you want to, you know, if you're in the chat room, uh, Michelle is there if you have any questions. But we're continuing, continuing this live interview with this young lady because she has a story. One thing about Man in the Mirror, our motto is real people. Real stories, real overcomers. She even told us that if she would have stayed out there, she probably would have ended up dead. But that's not the way God wanted it to be. So with that said, um, any more questions or comments, Michelle?
1: Not just yet. I was well. Actually, I'm gonna take that back because when you all were talking,
0: oh man!
1: (laughs) Oh, stop it! Stop it! it <laughs>
3: <laughs> when you all were talking,
1: it was making me think. When when I was listening to your story, it made me, for whatever reason, think about um, Fantasia Barino. And, and I was, me. I yes, and I was thinking like it was it was similar. Like now, I I honestly think right now, God is trying to call her.
2: Oh because yeah. You She's still at this
1: point, she still mm-hmm. back. Yeah. At this point, I have never seen her, you know, get involved with so many gospel. She's going going through her music to do it, but she keeps linking herself up and doing gospel, inspirational type songs. And then if you notice, like, there's a whole difference in when she produces a regular song and when she produces a gospel like, when oh, she yeah. uses or sings an inspirational gospel song, she has the whole audience in tears. You can see the gift really moving. And I think that, honestly, that's how it is for us all, but sometimes, we, you know, we can be too blind to see, mm-hmm. you know, that, that when when we are using that gift in the right mode, how God blesses it, how he yeah. blesses it and makes it touch the people you know, and when we're not, we might get, you know, some great applause, it might be a good song, it might sell some, you know, whatever, records or whatever, but it's not like, you know, when when she sings those other songs, and, and people who have mm-hmm. the gift that God is really trying to use, them. did you, did you experience that sort of thing, like, to really see how God moved the people, as opposed to when you were singing an R and B song and people liked
2: absolutely. it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I noticed when I was in the world and singing, it was normal. Oh, you sound good, and the attention was there. But when I started singing gospel, it was like you really touched me. You know, I cried. I mm-hmm. thought about this time, and you know, I I, I listened to this because. This was something I was going through, and it helped me to get out. So it was more touching. It was more of what people wanted, what they more so what they needed versus what needed. they wanted yeah. to hear. Mhm.
1: Yes,
2: yeah. and I think
1: that's the big difference when we're using mm-hmm. our gifts for God and using them for other purposes. Just the, mm-hmm. the actual um, how the Spirit moves and how we can actually touch and change people's lives. Mhm. I was just thinking about that. That was just my thought. Hezekiah, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're always just thinking.
0: But anyway, I like what you, I like what you said in the show. You said um she doesn't realize but they, you started to sing what they needed to hear instead of what they wanted to hear. Because mm-hmm. God was turning, God was, you were transforming you into a, an angel, a songstress to actually start using your voice to minister to people. Because when people hear something of a song that's telling them a message, because even I, I started off, you know, playing in church growing up. And I got hooked on Kirk Franklin. I got hooked on all those I'm reading this music left and right and just that's all I wanted to do. But I remember when a pastor was trying to tell me, what's more important? Is it the beats? No. Is it the music? No. The words, it's the message in the song that's more important because we can get hooked up in the music and not understand the message. That's philosophical right there. We get hooked up in the music. But not understand the message. But as I I've gotten older, I ain't gonna tell you how old I am. But I, you know, I'm still 25 like Jack <laughs> Benny. But um, as I've gotten older, I'm like the message is the most important.
4: Most you important know? piece. And what
0: you're doing is now you writing. You got you're letting God use you to tell someone a message. Someone that's going through something. Someone that may have been through something that's similar to you. Um, you're letting God use you to tell a message, and that's what most songwriters are doing right now, especially in the Christian era. There's a movie and mm-hmm. God just gave us to me a movie that just came out today by Mercy Me, telling the story of the writer of I can only imagine and if you listen to that song, it's pain in that song it's talking about mm-hmm. you know when he gets to when he gets to heaven. Um, he he's just telling, you know, telling the story of I Can Only Imagine. And that's when you, it took him years to write that song. That song was a painful song for him to write that song if you listen to it. But it came out at the right time. And it had a message that it was talking to people that they can understand. And, God, when you – Thing. And when you sing your message, you're ministering to those people where they start crying, they start knowing what's going through. You don't know what they're going through, but all mm-hmm. you know is that you're letting God use you. Mm-hmm. And that's when we know that we're in the right place where we belong. Yeah, we can be mm-hmm. in a cathedral of 3,000 people, but if it's not touching them, then everything we've done is in vain. It's almost like that's first my motto. Corinthians thirteen. I can be a if, if first Corinthians thirteen, if I can be a clinging symbol, but it's not done in love. It's all done in vain.
2: That's right. And that's my motto. Uh, you know, touching the world, one beat, one song at a time.
0: Oh, I like that. Make sure you write that down. One beat, one song at a time. Go ahead, Nishon. make sure you get that up in there too. You got that?
1: Guy, I have guy. He got this. Yes. <laughs>
0: and one song. One beat, one song, and, and
4: song.
0: All right. I like that. One beat, one song. I like that. But that's the way it has to be. You know, we yeah. have to make ways. As musicians, we have to make ways for people to be able to release what is going on in their life. Because there's so much they're built up. So I mean, you know, mm-hmm. men have to think they have to be tough all the time. Men, especially, have to think we have to be tough all the time. We're human. Jesus wept. One of shortest mm-hmm. verses, two words, shortest verse in the Bible. Jesus wept. He was emotional. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we have to have a time where we can listen to something and just release it. We don't have mm-hmm. to say, well, we have to be Superman and you know, we don't, you know, we don't bleed or we nothing can hurt us. Yeah, it does. You know, people need left. to know
2: that, you know, there's people out there just like them. And at some point you get sick of hearing the made-up stuff, the made-up stories, the, you know, they they want people that are just like them. And, and people cry out for it. They they That's what they want to know. That's what they yearn for. And that's why I said, ultimately, oh, it's not even about us. It's not about us. My story is not about me. It's it's about it's about somebody else that needed to hear it. That needed to know that, hey, okay, this person is going through the same thing. They overcame it. I know I can overcome it. A, a a a drug addict, um, you know, they overcome, you know, the ones that overcome by seeing another drug addict overcome. An alcoholic, they overcame by Seen another alcoholic overcame. Like I said, like it's not about me. You know, it's 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 about it's about them. It's about the people who need to hear it. And 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 at the end of the day, it's all about God ultimately.
4: Amen.
0: Amen. Any more c- c- comments, Michelle? I know it's. I know it's there. <laughs>
1: You don't know me, Hezekiah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I was, I was just gonna say, cause, cause we are actually, I know he's about to get into his winding down.
2: But anyway,
1: you don't um, know me either. Um, you know, but
2: anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to say that
1: you know it, it's really it's, it's all a process. And yeah. you know, you were telling your story. And there there you know you started and and where you finished, thank God it was you know both with God because you got the foundation mm-hmm. and you got back to him, but there was mm-hmm. a whole lot that went on in the in the middle and in the middle you know yeah and and could you could you just talk about that just the journey itself, like what do you feel you really got through the journey? Um, that has blessed you because it wasn't always good times, but it doesn't mean that there weren't lessons learned and things that God perfected in you during the journey. What you mean? Can you
2: explain a little yeah. bit more? What you? Well, I was
1: just thinking. As like, far as a certain situation, or not even a certain situation, like just I guess what did he what did he bless you with? Because that's what I, I often find. That, um, you know, I can look back because it's it's easier to look back once you're through. (laughs) You can look, you can look back and see some things that you know that God changed in you, that He perfected in you, some things that He worked on in you through the journey, even though the journey just was not fantastic, but you know. There's some things that he did, and it could be certain situations because I can call out some certain situations in my own life that I know he was working some things out. Um,
2: that's a good question. For so one, God gave me peace in the midst of a lot of storms that I go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he, he, the things that money can't buy, um, you know, like I said at first, I was chasing not money but just attention. And what God gave me was peace. Um, He gave me the things that I was afraid of. He gave me the things that I was lacking, peace, humbleness. Um, He gave me him. Um, And that's really all I wanted. I just was doing things my way um, because I, you know, I was and I was seeking peace. I just wanted to be happy. I was, you know, I oftentimes I would go through things and, and every time I go through something, I, I always have a song. I would turn on the beat, turn on the melody, and I'm not a big talker. So music, you know, has always been my outlet. And and, any, and and back then when I would go through something, I would write an R&B song like it wasn't nothing. And and I wasn't happy. I didn't have the peace. I didn't have the joy. I didn't have the the... the Uh, whatever I didn't have it and and now I noticed that since I I started seeking him more and getting back in tune with him now when I do it it's like okay when I go through certain things and I and I pray to him and I ask him uh you know to to guide me and to help me through certain situations he sends what he what I need and that's peace that's humbleness That's uh, joy. That's happiness. That's to get me through whatever you know, whatever it is that I'm going through that particular day. He sends the things that money can't buy. You know, you you got people, famous people. You know, they they they, they you can have all the money in the world, but at the end of the day, if you can't, if you don't have happiness, if you don't have joy, if you don't have peace, you're not you're uh-huh. not happy. What what do you have? What do you have? Nothing. So so God, what He does with me now. He gives me. He sends me peace. He sends me. He sends. me He sends me him. That's what he does for me. The Amen. thing that, like I said, money can't buy. And to me, that's worth more than anything in this world.
0: Well, just in case I'll you take didn't realize, those
1: things. that was a good answer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a good answer.
2: Yeah, that's the truth too. He does that for me, and, again, I can't express more than enough that I thank him because, you know, he don't have to do that. There's so many people out in this world that they still are chasing certain things, and they hit they it down a road of destruction, and, they, you know, they kill themselves, and they just all over the place. But God, he, he took the wheel. People say, Jesus, take the wheel. He really took the wheel with me. And I say, you know what, Lord, I thank you. Because now I know, I knew that he loved me, but I'm for certain that he loves me because I am one of his children. Amen. And I
1: I think that is super important. That's why I said that was a good answer because a lot of people go forward, especially in your arena with people who are in the entertainment industry, singing, even acting and things like that. They. Some of some of them, because I won't I won't generalize, but some of them are really chasing after the money and the fame, mm-hmm. and they believe mistakenly that that is going to be what brings them happiness. Mm-hmm. And then it's so sad to see somebody when they come to that realisa- realization that they've you know made it. They're there. They're famous. They're you know they've got money. And that joy, that peace that you're talking about is still, still not, not there. Nope. Right. And that is, that's the saddest thing. And, it and is. not a, you know, some people don't realize that it's really God that's missing. Like people mm-hmm. searching and searching and searching. I mean, have you ever seen somebody that talks about, like, you know, oh, they tried Buddha and oh, they tried this and mm-hmm. oh, they're searching Absolutely. everywhere just trying to find that peace. So it's one
2: come, Yeah. And peace, honey peace. Peace is a good thing. That's man. what they want.
4: After getting
2: all the money in the world, they realized that it was nothing that they wanted. It it was just peace that they wanted. But they, they were chasing the wrong things. And I always say that happiness is a choice.
1: Happiness is a mm. choice. Yes, I like can, that
2: because I can tell you if I had all the money in the world right now, I, I could think of things I would want to do with it. I could do with it. I could pay this off. I could do this. But at the end of the day, if that peace and that joy don't come with it, then what? A, you know, it's <laughs> it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so preach, to a I, a
4: preach. I know, right. Like. <laughs>
0: She's i up there I preaching. That's going to be right her next later. sermon. <laughs> <laughs> so Sheila, as one of my friends, young really men listen. and a friend of my friend of our church, go ahead, go ahead. Let the Lord use you.
2: Yeah, if that but, don't come with it, then, it, you know, you don't have nothing. And what good is it to, for, you know, a man to gain the whole world, you have to lose his soul. I say that to myself yeah, often, preaching. too. I could have everything in this world if I wanted to. God has anointed me with, you know, with a a gift. I could go out here. I could sing every night in the club. I could get drunk up on stage and and put myself in this place and make the world happy. But at the end of the night, I I mean, what am I gaining? The attention of man? Because I, you know, and that's just not what I want. I want to build my treasures in heaven. I want to glorify Him. I want the presence of God. I don't need materialistic things because th- these things are gonna fade. When I die, like I tell people, you going back to the dirt. Those things are not going with you, so you better get right.
0: Oh, you mean to tell me ain't no U-Haul truck gonna be behind a hearse?
2: No, nope, nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. No, I'm just nothing strange. is going.
0: Some people think, yeah, some people think they're taking it with them. but as we're winding down, as this lady who
4: thinks she knows what we're
0: saying. Give us, you know, tell our listening audience if they want to contact and hear more about your music. You know, give them give um give our listening audience your contact information. Um, you can
2: find me on YouTube. I have also a SoundCloud account and as I said, it's it's probably R and B. Well, it is R and B. I'm actually starting working on my gospel now, so I haven't posted. I do post on Facebook the things the, the the things I'm not going to call them little because even a little thing pertaining to God is a big thing. So every chance I get, I post little clips and things on Facebook. But you can find me on Facebook at Charlisa Addison on Instagram at Lisa Lisa three three nine three, and on SoundCloud at Charlisa Addison as well.
0: Okay, cool. So I, I'm not going to say that because I know someone's going to make sure we get all that information. But um, um, any closing remarks, Michelle, as we're winding down?
1: Well, you know, I must always, especially when when we just have someone that has a beautiful testimony like Charlisa, I just thank you for sharing because just like your music reaches and touches people, you know, so do these testimonies when when people get to hear you know, your story and what God did for you, you know, it blesses people. And so we thank you definitely for sharing your story with us today.
2: Absolutely. And that's, that's all no, I'm that saying was a, a
1: kind.
4: <laughs> And if I
2: could, I well, would you know like what? to just sing a little bit of one of my songs, if at all possible. And this is me just stepping oh, out of my oh, comfort zone because oh, I'm I normally don't I'm do this, sure. <laughs> and I'm under the weather. Oh. But God is leading me because oh. again I say it's not about me. Amen. It's anointed. It. <laughs> so this is one of my one of the songs that I have worked on and working on, um, and, and then the words speak for itself. Um, but if I may, is that okay? <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's all yours. The platform is all yours.
3: All right. Father God, I know I need you.
2: Father God, I know you love me. I just want to live right by you, by you. I just can't live without you. I just can't breathe without you. There's no other thing that I'd rather do, rather do. But we all go through things in our lives. And even though sometimes they ain't right, I want to thank you.
4: I want to love you. I want to show you. Yes, I do. Father, I need you. I want to please you. I want to see you.
2: Yes, I do. That's just a little piece of one of the songs I'm working on, but it's real, and that's that's a part of my testimony. I want to thank them. I want to I want to please them, and I want to see them.
0: Amen, amen, amen. I thank you for that. That was everybody. beautiful. That was awesome. I mean, you know, that, that's, that's a great thing. I don't know what to say. You know, I'm speechless. <laughs> so, there's nothing more I could say. You know, we are, uh, I will say that, you know, we thank everyone who's been listening. The show will be on demand within the next 15, 20 minutes, and it will be now on the internet forever and ever and ever. Thank Ms. Charlisa is now part of the Man and the Mirror family. We just thank her for just coming on, for singing that little song. And um, while you guys were talking, that gave me time to just get this song because I want us to end this episode on a good note because we all have been through something and we all know. Uh, What our final destination is We all know what the word of God is The Bible Basic instructions before leaving the earth Prayer Pray until something happens Push Pray until Mm -hmm. something happens So when we're going through Pray When we're going through Read our word And one day We will all make it there Mm -hmm. And this is Hezekiah Montgomery signing off And as always, we'll see you at the mirror.
5: I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk I can only imagine